Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Hoon Review, the show where friends yell over top of each other about a thing they love, that thing being Doctor Who. Today, we're going to be reviewing Series 11, Episode 2, uh, The Ghost Monument. Uh, I am Nick G, and we have a crowded TARDIS here on the podcast, so I'm just going to go around real quickly and introduce everybody. We have Chloe. Don't call her regeneration. I've been here for years. We have Evan. Hola. Uh, we have Nick Z. Uh, hello. We have Soph. Hey, everybody. And we have Carolyn. Uh, tasty, tasty treat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, Z and Soph, since you guys weren't here uh, on the last episode, I'm going to say, what did you think of... Uh, I'm going to say Jodie Whittaker in this episode and her overall, but I guess I just mean this episode and also the last episode. I love Jodie Whittaker so much. <laughs> She's great. She is. I love her. I love her. Yeah. Like getting notes of past doctors, getting notes of, of the newness Cute. she's bringing. A future. <laughs> yeah, no. Just, I agree. Thank I, you. I have to agree. Um, yeah, I think Z put it best. There's uh, notes of old, notes of new. And it, uh, she, she does it really well, actually. I'm really pleased. She has studied the fine art of Venusian Aikido. <laughs> yes. 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 Is, we'll throw back to John Pertwee. That's a good, that's mm-hmm. a big throwback. Yeah. Like, that was really, and like, that's almost a, that's almost just like an Easter egg, I they, guess. They might have flipped mm-hmm. the coin on saying that or reverse the polarity, but yeah. they might not, <laughs> not want to reverse the polarity on Man, the show. Man, I think, I think Venusian Aikido is a better line, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I didn't um, catch that throwback. Huh. When she, when she um, like paralyzed she the guy just... by sticking her picky like in his throat. Yeah, no, no, I, I know what part you're talking about. I mean, I, I guess I just, uh, I missed that part with Pertwee. So, yeah, it's oh a good yeah, doctor thing. Ooh. Yeah, it's pretty much James Bond. <laughs> yeah, much. And I mean, we thought it, it sort of seemed, at least the way the last episode was, that she was going to be following a Pertwee esque arc of being like stranded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, now it seems like no, but. You know, that was a fun thought for, you know, <laughs> yeah, we didn't, we didn't, seven days. We didn't get the TARDIS in the in the premiere at all. No. 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 So and that, we, I mean, we barely got the TARDIS in this as well. So. That was interesting. Um, we also did not get in the first episode the intro, yeah. which we did get this time. Ah, yes. oh, the intro. <laughs> I love it so much more than I did last week. It was great. Oh, really? Yeah. It was really nice to see. Yeah, no, it was it was the first remark I made when we got the episode going. It's like, oh wow, I I really do like this. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous. Do you like the bass drop? Love it. <laughs> I'm digging the drop. Oh, ah, G knows I love my bass. We're talking about this, it's now like like heavy focus on the drums. Sounds much more like a drum machine. It's super like yeah. like um, digital drum heavy. Yeah. As mm. opposed to previous, we we sat down and like rewatched slash listened to all the previous themes, every single one, yeah, <laughs> which wow. was interesting. And you forget about like all the subtleties and even not that subtlety, not that subtleties yeah. <laughs> um, between the themes until you like sit down and listen to them back to back. And this sounds a little throwbacky. It, I mean, it's exactly what you guys were saying about. Jodie Whittaker herself, or the Thirteenth Doctor herself, is that it's a little throwbacky, but it's a little bit like here's a new like future thing. Um, yeah, it still whereas, feels modern. It does feel modern, but like a lot of the modern themes 
specifically yeah. 10 and 11 were like orchestral they were big sounding things. they were literally like let's drag the bbc orchestra into yeah. the studio and we are going to do the doctor who theme Woo-hoo! yeah <laughs> and there's like a choir in one of them like the yeah. 11th doctor had like a little yes <laughs> and there were, there were there were bells there were like it, like string quartets and yeah there's a lot there's a lot a lot, a lot going on this, in this all is the pared theme down songs yeah mm-hmm. this is way pared down yeah and we've abandoned the like time tunnel idea <laughs> for the first time in the series it kind of looked like a brain to me yeah it, it was it's like a weird like not fractal but uh... fractal would be close yeah. kaleidoscope it, like a, it looked like a kaleidoscope yeah. kind of thing like yeah. it's more abstract yeah i was gonna say it's like a lazy acid trip uh yeah graphic. a lazy acid trip yeah i definitely yeah. got like galaxy cluster kind of cloud of stars from it hmm. mm-hmm. and and we have we have four four names to get up there so they went by fairly quick for the ghost monument we have um these two people competing in, in, in a race, two, yeah, yeah, <laughs> two people out of yep. four, out of four thousand in the galactic Iditarod, yeah, and they're on the final planet. Uh, when I heard final planet, I initially thought like, are we like way ahead in time? And there's only yeah. one planet left. Yeah, or that's something what I like thought that. too. But um, that's kind of what I was thinking as well, actually. Yeah. Are we anywhere but, different in time? Well, they never heard of Earth or humans, so probably. Mm-hmm. We don't know. Unless, unless we're getting like some weird galaxy with parallel evolution. They, they could just be really far away. Yeah. 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 Oh, I never thought about that. Like, we assume that these are that these are future humans, but the galaxy or the universe being vast and the BBC's budget being small, <laughs> there are like there's a good chance this is like some sort of like parallel humanoid evolution in a far off galaxy. Yeah, Irish people yeah. could have developed somewhere else. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Lots of lots of galaxies have an Ireland. They make a point of saying that they they've never heard of humankind of, or whatever. And, mm-hmm. Human beings. That's right. Yeah. I think one of them was like what's a Newman or something yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The show did a good job in the introduction of like putting you in the confusion that the companions are having. Mhm. It felt I'd say that's fair. Fairly disorienting. The camera wasn't like everywhere, but it was certainly hard. To, like it wasn't focusing on any one thing. It was kind of going back and forth and there's lots of stuff being shouted back and forth. Mm-hmm. I I had this weird thought and it ended up not being the case. I was like, when they're in the guy whose name I cannot recall. Um, uh, as Epso? Epso. Epso. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for having it in front of me. Yeah. When we were in his... Um, craft with the doctor and yaz Mm -hmm. and they kept saying oh you gotta shuttle the rest of the craft you gotta shuttle the rest of the craft i had this weird thought that they are somehow like twin engine rooms in the same craft (laughs) yeah and they were like gonna have to shuttle the other craft like like everybody's kind of on the same the same spaceship and somehow they're like both piloting it like um train engines on two ends of a train Mm. oh yeah yeah and they were like somehow sacrificing the other one, but obviously that didn't pan out. I, th- I thought maybe they were like in the same place at different time periods. Okay, or something yeah. like that. Like when a story starts like that and you have very little information, <laughs> the mind just <laughs> just spins. So, um, whatever you think of like like the premise of this episode, I think it's different. It's a little bit different. I don't know if we've seen. I mean, we've seen 
like competitions in space before, but I feel like it had like a little bit more to it. Or mm-hmm. the stakes certainly seem higher. Wasn't wasn't there an episode in the arc um, with the the Black Guardian and the White Guardian, where there's like a race for a part of the, the time cube or whatever the MacGuffin was they were after? Yeah. I mean, I think I think they were in general racing the Black Guardian. Yeah. To to have it all. Um. I mean, after after, like several decades of stories there's going to be a little bit of repetition not to say that it's like oh it's a reference to such and such episode but well i mean it kind of had the same sort of like the biggest race or you oh, know, yeah, those yeah. other sort of competition shows yeah mm-hmm. except it wasn't televised no as, Which, far, as, we, as yeah. far as we know we will not name that episode <laughs> sometimes the future gets really cyn- like yeah. cynical mm. being like oh they're, we're, we're making these people compete and showing it on tv because reality television is what the future well, is. Well, that was but... a huge chunk of the ninth Doctor's yeah. end of the season. Yeah, arc. the long yeah. game. Or not the long game. Because but... it was like the weakest link in space. <laughs> yeah. Uh, extreme makeover in space. Yeah. <laughs> the rooms weren't even like bigger. Like no. they, it was, it, there was no, <laughs> the show was no different. No, no. Uh, I thought we weren't going to talk about this episode. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, I thought like, I thought the premise was really interesting. It was, I kind of, had my suspicions that it would be some sort of simulation. I thought it was going to be uh, a little bit more complex where the, the simulation would be the TARDIS acting up mm. rather mm-hmm. than, you know, the TARDIS just being this ghost monument, which also raises questions like, mm. didn't it blow up? But no. When she jumped out better. of it. Did she just fall she out of it? She jumped out of it. That's, okay. We she don't died. know what happened after she jumped out of okay. it. Or fell out of it, I should say. Well, after, after that one guy is a hologram, who knows what's real? Right, that's, that's true. Turns out, turns out everything else but that guy. <laughs> yeah. I also liked how they uh, explained the planet and didn't just, you know, let it be something that this this rich mogul set up for the yeah. sake of the race. Oh, mm-hmm. that's so sad. I thought it was no set up for the race. Yeah, um, maybe. Because what did he say? He's like, it's like it's a planet made cruel or something like yeah, that because yeah because of the, the experiments that yeah, yeah. had been done yeah it sounded like they had done that on purpose for the competition at first but yeah that's it, what i thought too. as it unfolded it kind of seemed to sound more like something that happened they were just using longer. it as... yeah it was just convenient it was there yeah yeah, yeah because the scientists seem to be com- trying to come up with a way to uh to get rid of tim shaw and his crew mm-hmm mm. I, I like were they or were they enslaved by Tim Shaw and Lizzie? Yeah, maybe. yeah I, I thought it was enslaved, yeah. I thought okay. it was enslaved yeah, yeah. by yeah. Okay. I think that's what happened. Because we yeah. actually had to pause that and be, I was asking Carolyn, it's like, wait a minute, what happened in the last episode? Who who are they referring to? I really had to think about it, actually. I kinda really the Stenza. Yeah, the, the blue smirk st- with the teeth <laughs> in his face, you know. Oh I started with a cold engine on this one, so you know, I mm. had to take a minute. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no. Um so we're getting an arc, it seems like. Yeah. Or at least we have two pieces of a potential arc. We we wrapped up Tim Shaw quite ably <laughs> and dusted our hands of him, but yeah. his race is being mentioned again for the second episode in a row. So yes. it yes. seems like we're getting set up yeah. that we're not done with him. Yeah. The race of Lacenza, which has long been at war with the race <laughs> of Victoria's Secret. Right? <laughs> Man, I don't remember these names. <laughs> We have we we now have working uh, currency exchange rates on <laughs> on crins to Cavlons, Forvalars, and mm. Trinties, but nothing. But up until this point, we've always ever only ever heard alien currency as credits. 
It's yeah. always been yeah. a credit system. So yeah, maybe it's a little joke for people who remember the UK when they had uh, pounds and guineas and whatnot. <laughs> maybe I thought the entire Harry Potter currency system was already that joke. <laughs> oh yeah, what were the like so. nuts and berries? Nuts I don't and know. sickles and galleons. It's yeah. like That's twelve it. nuts to a sickle and eight <laughs> sickles to a galleon. It's easy. <laughs> yeah, it's easy. Yeah. It's- it just kind of underlined the <laughs> we don't know where we are at all no yeah. like we're not anywhere close to anything that's recognizable i thought the direction and camera work was pretty noticeably different in this mm-hmm. very different yeah. not, not just it, the dutch angles but also that one shot where it cuts to them and they're totally out of focus for like 10 seconds well, because there was one where they're running down the hall and they have the flashlight in front of them. The flashlight gets right into the camera so that it mm. like blinds everything out and then it cuts to like further along. Is anybody getting like like a slightly claustrophobic feeling from it? There's so many like tight shots. It was very close. People's faces. Mm. And well, they were like underground, that. right? Mm. In the, in the place. Yeah. But the but the whole episode was yeah. pretty close. Yeah, there were not too many wide shots. They had a whole planet to spread out, and they just wouldn't. <laughs> no, well, when they were on the boat going across the water, oh, yeah. that was a wide shot, really. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, the, the establishing shot. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, once they got onto the boat, after that establishing shot, most of them were pretty tight. Hmm. Hmm. I specifically remember a, re- a, a tight shot of Graham yawning. <laughs> like, it was that, really close that, on yeah, his Yeah, that was, face. like, a weird direction right there. Is like, you just literally saw each person yawn yeah and it was like very like a very odd bit you know they're all tired and they need to take a nap and then transition to them waking up and it's like hey we're here (laughs) no i get i get why the yawning happened it was just like weird to focus on it the way that it was focused yeah Yeah. like the cinematography was weird feels like they're just Mm -hmm. like trying different stuff and i i enjoyed the experiment i think it's that's cool to have have the um the episodes have a different feeling direction as well Mm -hmm. although this is also a chris chibnall episode that's true also written by chris chibnall Um, yeah i enjoyed graham really getting over talking to aliens or whatever pretty fast (laughs) yeah he's like i don't know he was like he was like given given What's his name? Epso mm-hmm. Lip, like, ten minutes into the episode. He deserved that. He did. Epso's kind of a dick. <laughs> what, what was his line? Were you born miserable, or did you work your way up to it, or something like that? Oh, yeah. I, I'm yeah, fucking yeah. love that. <laughs> that was a great line. I'm just like, mm, my mom. Your mom was abusive, <laughs> but I love her. <laughs> Ooh, heavy. How'd you like that story? Yeah. I could, I, okay, honestly, rough. I saw where it was going. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. like climb the tree as high as you can, then jump down. I'll catch you. It's like she's not gonna catch him, and sure enough, it's like uh. I would have loved it if the story went like, and then she caught me. Okay, so why are you such a dick? And then she punched me in the <laughs> face. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that could have that could have taught him the same lesson, but without by yeah. punching him in the face, breaking, like catching him and then punching him in the face. Yeah, like, or I'm just like, catching him and immediately <laughs> dropping him. Everyone's out to get you. I feel like it's this very slow build with Ryan and especially Yaz. Because mm-hmm. um, Graham and Ryan are going to have more more interaction. I hope it gets other. beyond, like, call me granddad. No. no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> There's, like, literally no pathos there anymore. And I'm, I'm already, like, bored of it. 
Because yeah. we already know, we've already said this, we yeah. already know how it's going to end. It's going to end, like, Grimm, like, does something heroic or sacrifices himself, and Ryan's going to be like, no, Granddad, <laughs> I love you. Climb up a ladder and then or something on, to that on a bike and, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Arc achieved. Exactly. Mm-hmm. He's going to ride a bike down on the ladder. When when they were about, like, when they were climbing out of the tunnels and mm-hmm. um, the doctor was trying to, you know, talk Ryan through it, trying to calm his mind by asking him to remember uh, acetylene facts. Uh, even then, you know, I was kind of thinking, is this going to be a thing every episode? Is it always going to be, lad- why is it always ladders? I hate ladders. Snakes. Why do <laughs> snakes? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a ladder made of snakes. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like... That is the way that occurs to them first to demonstrate yeah. his dyspraxia. Yeah. Though it's just they 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 don't show him climbing it anymore. They just feel like he's just like, huh. And then at the end, man, that took a long time. <laughs> I, I was just thinking of something. Like the whole granddad situation, coming from the other side, I think it's completely reasonable that this adult is not calling this other adult who was not Who's only been around for like what four or five years in yeah. his life, granddad? Yeah, like that's, that's totally, totally reasonable <clears throat> when a parent or a grandparent gets remarried later in life. Mm-hmm. I think for that, we need to get a little more about Graham yeah. and like what he's feeling, like because he probably has, you know, weird feelings that make make him want to be accepted that way. Yeah, I feel like he's <laughs> pushing it real hard though. Yeah, like too hard. Uh, in, in part, I guess, you know, she or she, Ryan is like uh, a, a tactile, uh, a concrete reminder of uh, Grace. She could have just gotten left behind. I don't, I don't know why yeah. everyone assumed she was Hospitalized. dead. Yeah. I mean, it's it's the big punch after at the end of the first episode, right? It's like, oh, my God, the series went there already mm, for yeah. newbies and for oldsters alike. I think it's also the way... I, I think you're totally right, Carolyn, that like it could have just been she didn't come along. Mm-hmm. But the way they set her up in the first episode is this like like dynamic, interesting, mm-hmm. like vivacious woman who's like such an important part of these two guys' lives that you can't you look at that and you can't see a reason why she would why she would stay away from mm-hmm. yeah. an adventure. She'd like totally this. gone the yeah. She'd be the first one to step on. Like, <laughs> heck, yeah, let's go. <laughs> Absolutely. So, like, there has to be something that is, like, physically keeping her from doing that. And mm. coupled with the emotional punch, it's it's being dead. Well, yeah. it, it, it's, it's a super tricky line because, like, it, she has to be someone who means something to both these characters, like, quite a lot to both of these characters. And has to be an interesting character and someone they both love and admire but also a person who wouldn't go in the TARDIS. Yeah. yeah. Like, and how you do that and make her super likable to the audience as well. Yeah, because otherwise the audience wants to see her in the TARDIS. People wanted to see Wilf yeah. in the TARDIS. Like, That's true. As soon as we met Wilf, like in the, the Donna seasons. So, mm-hmm. and I don't remember really if there was a good explanation why he wasn't. So hands up, as soon as that guy started talking about how great his Zikar was who knew that he would not be uh, <laughs> getting to enjoy it. Yeah. I mean, I actually, I didn't really, I didn't think uh, of it in that way at all. I was just like, oh hey, something 
it's probably in retrospect something's probably gonna happen with, with this cigar but at, in the moment i thought hey it's just just building up this guy's character he's a jerk who likes cigars i, I thought he was just gonna die <laughs> yeah, yeah we did too i thought he was gonna die or he was just gonna like the cigar would he just it would just drop off a cliff or something like that. Like, oh, my cigar! Just in a way that he doesn't get to have it. But it... Uh, he would dive after it. it. Yeah. <laughs> it, it threaded quite nicely into the uh, the climax. Yeah. Uh, where we have uh, TARDIS Wiki, which actually has an article for this week's episode. With the wow. sentient wrapping paper. The sentient yeah. wrapping sentient. paper, which... which um, are called the remnants. Ooh, yeah. that's what we're that's what we're calling them. Uh, Evan, what do you think of the remnants? What did I think of the remnants? Um, yeah, when I first got the the idea that like what, what do we call it? Killing wrapping paper was in, <laughs> was in the situation. I like, of course, my my mind went right away to mummies. I'm like, okay, yeah. how yeah. how is this going to turn into alien mummies? I, I'm a little disappointed that it didn't. I guess yeah. now in retrospect, but. Uh, <laughs> At the same time, like if, if I'm being serious, I'm I'm glad it didn't go that way. Um, I mean, it basically did. It was haunted, killing wrapping paper. It, it was, was it haunted? Well, it had it had yeah, a, a voice. Yeah, but I thought it. this was going to lead to mummies, and I, yeah. I I really didn't want that. If I'm being honest, <laughs> but uh, there, there's a part of me that does. But um, still, it uh, I, I don't know. It was I I thought it was. Okay, just kind of like a a stepping stone, just kind of like a stopping point. Nothing's like at all significant until, of course, whatever they are gets the doctor's attention, and all of a sudden she's mm-hmm. she's very interested in what they're saying. And before that, I was just I wasn't even listening. Like I wish I had been, but I just kind of got the idea that this is supposed to be rabble. It's just junk. They're just trying to get in your head. And mm-hmm. yeah, I think mostly yeah. what they were saying before they got to the doctor was just like, "You guys are fucked." <laughs> Pretty yeah, much. Right. so afraid. So, so, so I had I, I had no idea that they were actually sentient up to that point. I thought it was supposed to mimic sentience, but then mm-hmm. yeah, we get that moment with the doctor, which of course now I'm really curious about. But were they call her the lost yeah. child, the timeless I, child? Did were they referring timeless. to her with that, or were they just talking about a timeless child that she knew? I don't know. Because like she wasn't, she wasn't shunned. One of the fast. many. She was part of the academy and like friends with the master and stuff. And then she decided to beat feet. Yeah. I thought, I thought it said, the I thought it said times trial, and mm-hmm. I was like, it's the Valyard. Finally get the Valyard. I personally did not catch most of what it the, said. The Valyard so, ascended to be one of the first. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's cool that. That it was like, oh, I can, I can tell what your fears are, and she's like, mm-hmm. I have a dozen lifetimes worth of fear, which was a pretty good. Pretty Ooh, good we'll line. eat you first, basically. <laughs> yeah, these are bioengineered by the uh, by the scientists who are working in the uh, bunker. I guess I'll call it. Yeah, yeah. I feel like bunker is like a generous yeah. term for where these people were like horribly yeah. enslaved. Speaking of where they were enslaved, uh, what did you guys think of the uh, writing on the floor? I, you know what? At first, I thought it was like some kind of satanic ritual. Like they had done That's... something on the floor, and like something horrible happened. But it's like, no, it's just a message. Yeah, written yeah. in blood. I mean, something horrible did happen. Yeah, clearly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but like, I mean, like they didn't open up the Necronomicon and summon ah. a demon that destroyed all life yeah. on the planet. Like, 
No. Yeah, it's not, I it's mean, not as far as we know. No. I thought it would have worked better if she wasn't reading it as words. If she was interpreting just the symbols as as to a thing that happened. Mm. Like if it was like like a pictorial history type thing? Yeah, and she was like, oh, then this happened, this happened. But it, it sounded like she was reading a letter. Yeah, yeah. That, that was one thing that got me. It seemed a little too fluid in Linear. translation. Like where, you know, you, you talk about like translations between cultures and time here on earth and and nothing ever translates perfectly and then here Mm. you are she's just stringing it off so i I get what you mean that didn't bother me that's like standard doctor yeah like doctor can read like how many other times have we seen the doctor be like oh i know how to read this like ancient script and then they just read it yeah Yeah. I, i think this is like super standard like doctor who like didn't bother me at all <laughs> well i mean because they didn't have the tardis at the time either they did that whole oh you know there's a little glowy star on the back of your <laughs> neck so it's the translator because they were on the spaceship and that did it automatically yeah but the doctor was reading it nobody else was yeah but like i guess that little th- doohickey was kind of like a babble fish they stuck in their ear it wasn't it was more yeah. for yeah. auditory rather than for like reading maybe the doctor was yeah. reading it out in other language then and everybody was just hearing it translated <laughs> Oh, maybe. Oh, that's a that thought. I I guess I kept expecting like like a weird like like more of a horror tropey ending to it, like a we cannot escape, we cannot get out. The drums are at the door. The drums are in the deep. Or, yeah, 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 yeah. Like that was sort of where I thought, but it was just kind of like we are going to continue to be fucked until we die. Mm. Well, yeah. Yes. So. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Is it Earth? Mm-hmm. No. Well, no, because there are three suns and three moons. <laughs> Unless Venus and Mercury caught fire. They said they said <laughs> the planet moved. I mean, that's that's true. Yeah, and we don't know how right? far. They said that it, they said the planet moved. Yeah, the planet phases in and out of time. Yeah. But does the planet phase out of time in and out of time because the TARDIS is on it and the TARDIS is phasing in and out of time as well? That's what I assumed. Yeah, it's yeah. not the first time we've seen the TARDIS affect yeah. a planet. It was also the burning sun. <laughs> also that. And... There was a lot of Matt Smith era, the TARDIS is affecting change itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, wasn't there a uh, a bit where they're, like, near the beginning of the episode when they were talking about, oh, the planet moved, it should be over here, but it's over here. Um, wasn't there some mention of, like, the ghost monuments affecting that, or... I remember, I remember there was some part, some little bit of dialogue that seemed to imply that it was because of the TARDIS. Or I, it, maybe, maybe it was the Doctor who, who said, the well, doctor, like... The Doctor yeah. said that the TARDIS was falling out of orbit. I don't know about right. in and out of time, but she yeah, said yeah. that. Yeah. It's said that the ghost monument shows up every 1,000 years or whatever he said. And, but cycles. Like, 1,000 cycles, cycles yeah. yeah. So, like, I don't think it meant that the TARDIS was screwing with the time or the placement of the planet it was just that the planet got misaligned i don't know it's it's really it's sort of... difficult because i mean is there a time component component at all or is it space i think the planet is space like because it's specific they specifically said it had fallen out of sync with its orbit yeah yeah so that sounds like space to me yeah whereas the tardis is time because it seems to occur at the same location on the planet i don't think it's earth because i don't think they've gone anywhere in time i think it's still 2018 could very well be i mean 
as far as oh, we know. Oh, anyway. I see what you mean. Because okay. well, yeah. we're talking about the same alien race too, right? And like these guys totally screwed over what's her name's home planet. So I think ultimately they said independent, like. It was two independent statements. The TARDIS is phasing in and out of time. The planet is phasing in and out of space. Yeah. Whether right. the TARDIS is doing that to the planet is open for interpretation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It could be. It could not be. At the end of the first episode, when she makes the like quick and dirty mm-hmm. teleporter, mm-hmm. essentially... Yeah. Did she say whether it was going to, like, it works for time and space or whether it's just time or whether it's just space? Probably remember. just space. I only remember her saying something like, it'll take us where my ship is. Yeah. Which okay. So, again, either way. super open. It's yeah. super vague. Yeah. Probably won't come up again. <laughs> no. But, uh, all, all it took was for that, that thing where Matt Smith wasn't wearing a jacket and then he was <laughs> wearing a jacket. Yeah. But, but that paid off. <laughs> So now yeah. every detail is like, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I think everyone is especially wanting to look for stuff like that with this season because we've been told by the showrunner mm-hmm. that this is not going to be, like, it's not going to be the Daleks at the end of this time. Yeah. It's yeah. not going to be the Master. It's not going to be the Cybermen. It's not going to be... I mean, it's never the Sontarns. Sontarns ah. are stupid. Yeah, Sontarns are just <laughs> Strax now. Yeah, I mean, they're just lovable oafs now. Yeah. Sontarns got neutered really badly. But, like, it's not the Daleks at the end of this. No. So, we don't know what to look for. You know? So, mm-hmm. everything is maybe a clue until it's not a clue. Can anybody make heads or tails of the that structure they were in? I, well, you like, thought it was a water park. I, I thought it was like a water park or like a shopping arcade on a boardwalk like, or something yeah, like that. that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It looked like a Sears, has... like one of the ah. old Sears. <laughs> yeah. It was an abandoned Sears. Okay. Yeah, that's, oh that's definitely where the range. Planet of the Apes the whole <laughs> feeling started to kick in there, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah, like it definitely looked like something from Earth. Yeah. But I mean, it's... I guess it wouldn't may, be out of the ordinary. May, well, it'd yeah. be out of the ordinary, but... I, I wouldn't be able to, like, I would struggle to come up with a, an explanation for why there would be a scientific lab underneath, like, a water park or a shopping mall from the 70s. Mm. Well, when they went underground, the first thing I thought of was I was like, you know what has a lot of tunnels underground? Disney World. Ooh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, it's the house of the mouse. That's, <laughs> that's gotta be. That's, a, that, that's an episode right there, Ooh, right? Oh, Disney yeah. World. Disney World, like, Thousands of years <laughs> later, and like we worship our God Mickey. Yeah, he's yeah. so fine. Oh, yeah. He's so fine. He blows my mind. Amen. <laughs> Hi, Mickey. <laughs> I like. I at least appreciate the buildup of the the monster. I guess the the remnants, mm. because every yes. now and again they'll just show like of an abandoned piece of cloth it's like oh were those like the previous contestants or something or like (laughs) was it the the people who lived here before and like that's all that's left of them because like they kept they did at least two or three times where it's just like a bit of cloth and then Mm. later like they they tell the guy to go take a nap and then you see a bit of cloth slowly sneaking its way it's like oh shit oh shit oh shit oh shit (laughs) Mm -hmm. oh that was a great bit of salt (laughs) uh, by the way on the part of the doctor she's like you go take one of your heroic naps (laughs) yeah Yes. And uh, we'll get down to business. Maybe, yeah, and if you're lucky, we'll wake you up. Huh. Maybe the remnants are the remnants of the, the inhabitants. Maybe it is a, I mean, 
totally new writer sure. totally possible that it's not this absolutely of course but like maybe much like the daleks uh the scientists turned the citizens into those cloths <laughs> or like transported their consciousnesses into them gave them a hive mind and somehow turned them to evil evil <laughs> this could be a Dal- this could be a dalek or a toclophane thing so who knows if we're going to return to desolation desolation or, or not yeah at this point um, i'd expect we're to come back around you think so i think we're gonna visit this place again I, I guess it's uh, it's kind of like what you guys said before about everything's a clue until it's not. I yeah. I, I feel like it's one of these things like this location is somehow going to be significant later. Um, like I, I can see us definitely visiting it earlier when there was like a civilization there. Sure, that would be cool. That'd be mm-hmm. great. You know, great non-linear story. I think we've been playing too much time stories, and I just yeah. keep thinking about time stories every time you say this sort of stuff. <laughs> or, you know, we'll never look at it ever again, and it'll just kind of be a blip on the radar sort of mm. thing. We'll see. It could be. I mean, lots of planets, right? I, I mean, I guess there's the larger question, why is this planet out of sync? Like, maybe it's not the TARDIS, or what is making the TARDIS do this? You know, like, there could be some larger overarching question that's going to bring us back here so what do we think of the of the draw in the uh, galactic iditarod i mean if one of them didn't die that's how it was going to go right yeah mm-hmm. they they changed that guy's mind remarkably quickly <laughs> i don't think he could have been he didn't seem like he could be bothered he's like no there are no draws i'll just say that it's canceled they're like nah hmm? like, well, okay it was cowardice on the part of the writers spineless <laughs> I say they should have committed to somebody's death and just you know made a, made a real show of it man oh man it's Doctor yeah, we did not have a death Thrones. yeah jeez fight to the death except for the implicit death of all the scientists and people who are underground yeah the other like 3,998 contestants of the Iditarod they are did they, they die or did they fail? I thought they died. Okay. Well, I, I mean, I guess they that's the implication. implied or said that they died. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess maybe like somebody's ship broke down and they can't travel. That would get them out of the rally as well. Mm-hmm. But I assume they were dead because they're like, there was no threat of like some scrappy underdog coming up from behind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they also said that they, that they were the only two left. Yes. Hmm. I'd like to hear how long it's been going on. <laughs> yeah, geez. Probably decades. Mm-hmm. And one thing I thought was, like, a little curious was, like, the Doctor was remarkably quick to despair. Well, she doesn't, like... She doesn't know where the TARDIS is. Yeah. I'd be despairing. Yeah. Yeah, she had her hopes up. She's pretty much convinced. Do you mean at the... And you mean at the end when she's like, oh, well, we didn't do it. We're stuck here. Yeah. Yeah. It's usually the other way around. Yeah. It's usually the companions that are despairing. They're like, oh, I'll be fine. Perhaps that is going to be a character trait of this Doctor. Yeah. Uh, perhaps... Mm-hmm. I, I think we were just supposed to get the we were supposed to get a feeling of like the gravity of the situation. Yeah. If they legit could not find the TARDIS, then they were they were screwed. Yep. And I think that's really all that that was trying to do is, is 
give you an idea of the stakes of not finding the TARDIS. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, like, I'd they saw, like, no, like, there was no food they found. Like, at no point did they open a storage locker and find a bunch of, like, rations. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a bunch of sentient ribbons coming to kill them. <laughs> mm-hmm. The air is, the air is poison. The floor is lava. Yeah. The, yeah. Like, the water is, the water is bugs. Like, I would despair, too. Yeah. Like, the part, the part that made it weird is that the companions were like, no, we're fine. We'll be good. Maybe that's just a sign of how dumb these guys are. All right. The main event. Mm. The new TARDIS. Yes! I'm going to go around the horn. Maybe. Oh! So. <laughs> Yay! So Scott, so Scott things to say. Oh, my God. Oh, Okay. Um, so, much like <laughs> with the, the Sonic, it looks organic. It has, like, yes. crystals, and it looks like honeycomb, like the, the geometric shapes of the, the comb, you know? And, like, ah, and it made of a biscuit! It's like, oh, it's so cute! A biscuit! The, I thought it was going to be some kind of, like, token to be like, okay, this is where we're going, stick in the thing, and then she eats it. It's like, oh, it was just a cookie. Yeah. But, like, it was gorgeous! Oh, my God! And I like the fact that but, it, the, the TARDIS, the, like, how you see it from the outside is kind of the entrance. Mm-hmm. Like literally, if you were inside yes. of a, um, of the the, the police box, and just instead of having the back wall, it's like, ta-da! Yeah, that's been kind of done before. Uh, I believe Capaldi's Har- had that. Hardnell's first had like a the vestibule? very first had a vestibule like that. Ooh, um, Capaldi's did a little bit too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying this because I'm looking at an image of it right now. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I like the TARDIS. Um, found out uh, kind of what the vibe of the sonic screwdriver was, yeah, and kind of leaned into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like magic and organic and crystals and yay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw little bits of lots of different TARDISes in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it looks a little claustrophobic. It's dark. It's really yeah. dark. And I'm wondering if it's going to lighten up as they are in it. Oh, maybe. Yeah, if they have big scenes in it, it's got to be... Because, like, did the lights just turn on, you know? Yeah. <laughs> They're yeah. just taking a second. At, like, they don't use LED lights. They use, uh-huh. like, the old... It's just taking a while for them to get to their full brightness. <laughs> yeah. You gotta love the little um, 3D printed TARDIS that they had there, too. That oh, that's right. It was just model. spun around, yeah. <laughs> Mm. Ah. <laughs> I, thought, I, uh, I thought that was kind of darky. Ah. <laughs> um, Evan, what do you think? Needs more circles. <laughs> um, I I really liked it actually. Um, again, you guys mentioned it kind of seems to call back to the new Sonic. Um, both of which I like because they they seem to be taking a radical departure from from everything of old. Um, so definitely forging their own direction on this one, but I, I don't have enough experience with previous uh, doctors. Uh, despite the the Twitch marathon this summer, I, I got a good taste, but uh, not enough to recognize other elements, as you mentioned, G. But um, no, it's. Um, I, I think I need to spend more time looking at it and really getting a sense of the new layout and everything and 
how it all actually looks, but um, my, my initial reactions were definitely positive. That's good. It's very orange. Very orange. It reminds me of the like Eccleston's intense. Oh, it right. looks like it's the same color palette as Eccleston's intense, and I don't like that. I liked the cooler colors of um, Matt Smith and Peter Capaldi's. Because yeah. there was one more blue, and Capaldi's like, even went kind of almost blue, white at blue one point. Blue and some silver. Yeah, yeah, I like those. I, I just personally like that color palette better. Fair I enough. feel like the orange looks... It looks like Transformers. It's, mm. um... Yeah. Have you ever watched Tron? The good guys are blue and the bad guys are orange? <laughs> have mm. you ever watched Tron? No, 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 yes. I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe that's it. Um, I think I just don't like the worm colors as much. Mm-hmm. Just like personally. It does very much feel it, like a honeycomb, like a beehive. Because does, of the worm colors. It feels bigger because there's not, it doesn't seem like there's as much of a step up. There used to be like an elevated platform. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Around, the, center, around yeah. the center. But this isn't as much. No. It feels bigger, but it also feels really crowded with this weird, like, spider leg over top of yeah. it. Yeah. Mm. That's, like, very, um, like, from the movie. Yeah. Mm. Has, a, has a little spider cage around the center. Yeah. Um, hopefully we'll get some intros where they're in weird parts. Like, with with Smith and Capaldi, there were lots of little... <laughs> little walkways and little areas around the main console that kind of he could be in. Yeah, they had like lots of catwalks and Yeah. Yeah. So we might see some stuff like that. I mean, it was we just... t- they had taller. Like yeah. there there seemed to be more vertical space in their Tardive. Carolyn, any other thoughts on the on the new Tardis? I think you guys have covered it all just about uh, the crystally <laughs> stuff is fun. Uh, the warm colors, the orange especially is a little bit um, like you guys were saying that it, it, it's it's it get it's thrown back to the uh, the new uh, screwdriver, or rather the uh, galactic Swiss Army knife, um, mm-hmm. and I don't know about that. It, it's it's a lot more brass, a lot more like coppery orange colors to the TARDIS right now, and I, I'm just waiting to mm-hmm. see how that all pans out. Copper's very hip right now. It's true. It should be copper and rose gold. Oh, yeah. It should be. <laughs> Steampunk. Accents of millennial pink. Steampunk yeah. TARDIS. Yeah. <laughs> it's time. Did we have that sort of at some point? Probably. Yes. Ish. I feel like every TARDIS is a little steampunk. It, it, I don't know. I think right now, like, this current one just feels, like, too... It feels cluttered to me. Yeah. I, like, I felt like with Capaldi's, it got to a place where it was almost, like, not sparse, but it felt a lot more streamlined, mm-hmm. which I think is just easier to watch. Yeah. I just find, like, this much, it's just visual clutter to me. It, it felt like, like, with Tenet and, like, Early Smith, it felt like they wanted to make the, the console, like, a bop it. Like, they just have all kinds of, <laughs> like, yeah. buttons and switches and knobs and levers yeah. to press. So it's, like, it's wacky, but, yeah. like, yeah. I like to get, like, a pulled back view of it a little mm-hmm. bit and, and and this is going back to like what we were saying earlier maybe maybe i just feel this way based on the way this episode was shot because the shot was this episode was shot very close up yeah and so maybe i will like it better if it's shot more 
mid-range. I thought it was a fun little moment, or an interesting little moment, when the doctor forgot her gender. Yeah. Because she said, come to daddy, and then she's like, no, wait, mommy. Um, yeah. Whatever. Tumblr's going to love that. Oh, man. Yeah. Tumblr already loves it. Don't worry. Oh, boy. Tumblr's enjoying it quite a lot. Um, so... I don't know. This is the same kind of stuff I keep saying, like every week. Like, how much of this is going to, like, be a thing? <laughs> Probably about that much per episode. And you know what? If it's that guess, much yeah. per episode, that's fine. Yeah, I think that's fine as long as it eventually, <laughs> you know, goes maybe, away. Maybe halfway through the season, we can give it rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, one criticism I've heard I mean, is was... that. With the, you know, every new regeneration, the, they'd be like, oh, like teeth, I have hair. And like, oh, there's a mole in the middle of my back. You know, that kind of stuff. We didn't really get to have that with her. Was there a little bit of it at the end of the Christmas episode? Oh, like right after? Right the... after she regenerated. What? I forget. <laughs> so what, what happened? I thought it was interesting, actually, is, is she, she regenerates, looks in the mirror, says brilliant. Yeah. Then falls out of the TARDIS. Yeah. But... Doesn't realize she's a woman. Because when she lands, she goes, Am I? Or like, why, why are you calling, calling me madam? Well, yeah. Ma- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, we have, we have had a history of several very pretty doctors. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, so, like, we've got like, Peter Davison, Matt Smith, David Tennant, all very pretty men. Mm-hmm. So, what? There isn't. So, I don't know. Like, maybe, another pretty individual. Yeah. So, maybe she's just like, Cool, I'm a. I'm a pretty a twink again. Yeah. <laughs> Brain is still rebooting because of the regeneration. I'll go with that. Also, because she also forgot that. what yeah. the word for tongue was, for heaven's sakes. Mm-hmm. And now they're going to go on an adventure. Ooh! To yeah. the past. Ooh. I I confess that on this one, I caught the first like few seconds before no. I was able to pause it. So I, I have a rough idea. The first few seconds are pretty much all there is. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I know this, the more or less the setting we're in here, if I recall correctly, it was like yep. something 1930s Alabama or something like that. Wasn't it 55? Yeah. Southern uh, states. 55. Yeah. 55 Alabama. Oh, 55. Yeah. That sounds correct. Yeah. And because yeah. uh, I remember thinking like, oh, yeah, this is going to go fantastic. Like, it, mm. <laughs> the, the episode is entitled Rosa. The point is Graham is going to have a fine time. Oh yeah, yeah, he'll be fine. He'll be he'll he'll get along just fine. He'll be fine. It could be a really it could be an interesting <clears throat> episode. It needs to be an episode that's handled with some delicacy mm. depending on what they want to do. Yeah. <laughs> Render our ratings for this episode. Yeah. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Carolyn. Thumbs up. I don't really want to give an explanation. I think that's good enough. Uh, Soph. Definite thumbs up. I appreciate the fact that, like, at the end of the previous episode is one of those, oh, snap, what's going to happen? And, like, the doctor's just kind of like, oh, crap. But then, like, it starts there, too. And then, boom, somebody shows up and, bam, they're saved. And it's like, oh, phew. <laughs> Soph, did you know your reviews are usually half sound effects? <laughs> it's good. What, really? Automatic no, I never Automatic noticed it. that. <laughs> yeah. It was like zam, and it was like pow. And then... It's a good way of making it a cliffhanger without this being like a two-parter. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's more, more of a transition between the two. Yeah, yes. which I appreciate. Uh, Z. Thumbs up for sure. I enjoyed the premise. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I like the the planets that's that's so deadly from these experiments and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm kind of curious to see if that's going to come back again, if uh, at least a part of this se- season series, whichever, mm-hmm. uh, will be about uh, the the sands the sense. Who? The Tim Shaws. Oh, yeah. Stenza. It's the Stenza. The thank Stenzas, you. yeah. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, and what they're all about, if it's basically setting up the next Daleks. Mm. But uh, as, a, as an episode by itself, I really enjoyed it. The, uh, the jerk in the tent helped <laughs> a lot with that because he did things that, you know, were fairly unexpected. Even though he let them, he was okay with the draw after a few threats. Uh, when they said, and, uh, when um, when they said, oh, and transport transport these people too, his immediate reaction was nope. no. He doesn't know. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> he was nice enough to show and them what the, the ghost monument looked like, at least. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. he just kind of bounced. It's like later, guys. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. They wouldn't have a really strong motivation for going with them to find out what the ghost monument was if they didn't see it i guess yeah because i guess they could otherwise at least just like chill on one of the ships yeah and at least be there yeah chloe (laughs) (laughs) your face is so (laughs) like oh i'm so exhausted what kind of score is she gonna get i can't wait to find out (laughs) i mean it it, like I'm, i'm giving it i'm giving it like approximately like a thumbs up, which is equal to about 500 Kavlons or about okay. 200 Forvlars, which is about 10,000 Trinti. And we don't know how many credits <laughs> that is. Yeah. One million credits. Uh, Evan. Uh, I, I, I guess two thumbs uh, phasing in and out of space and time mm. every 1,000 cycles. <laughs> oh, boy. Up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, liked oh, it. Good. The great part about having so many people on the show is we get lots of dissenting opinions. I'm giving a thumbs up as well. Yay! Um, it was a solid episode. Yeah, I mean, I guess, that, fine. I guess it's better to have good Doctor Who than to have us argue. Um, but yeah, I thought it was, you know, second good one in a row. Mm-hmm. I like the shift in direction. I thought the writing was, like, pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, and the characterization is good. Um, I'm assuming we're going to get more Yaz next episode. Yeah. Probably. Um, yeah. Um, I'll make sure everyone's developing at the same... Yeah. I, yeah, I want same more rate. of Yaz. I think at this point, she is far more interesting to me than Ryan mm. or Graham. Yeah. I'm already, like, bored with their basic <laughs> man shit. Like I, like, I get they've gone through a hard time, but, like, I think it's... There's not enough to it for me to keep caring. There's not that much meat there. Like, we, no. we get it. Like, they're sad. Yeah. People have been sad in the TARDIS before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I think that will do it for this episode of Who in Review. Mm-hmm. Uh, let us know your thoughts. And you can probably comment straight up on the NixCast stuff as well. That's right. Know. Yeah, this is this is a NixCast podcast. If you want to hear uh, more myself and Z and our friend Nick T, you can head on over to Fanthropological.com, where we have uh, almost 100 episodes now. We're doing a different fandom every week. Um, What's coming up for you guys? coming up um what's tomorrow's podcast Ooh. Um, oh yeah well, tomorrow we'll be recording one on halo Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. yeah so they'll be so 
they will be saying hello to all you listeners. Mm-hmm. <laughs> High five. Well, <laughs> High five. I not express the opinions of the next guest. <laughs> High five. Anyway. Oh boy, it sounds like you were really reaching <laughs> for that uh, one. Uh, God damn it, Z. <laughs> don't. Nice. Yeah, don't. If you, you come at the king, you best not miss. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as for me, you can find me at Victory Lime on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, if you want to see what I personally am up to, and Chloe. <laughs> I still haven't posted anything since the last time I said I was going to post something. <laughs> My Instagram is normal wolf cosplay. I had to think about that. I've gone through a few name changes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it will hopefully eventually have something on it. Something new. I mean, it has lots of stuff on it if you want to look at, like, my old costumes and my old work in progress and like two engagement photos <laughs> but um there's more stuff coming it's just a matter of like me getting off my butt <laughs> do it uh so slide into those dms and harass chloe at normal wolf cosplay on instagram to start posting more pictures yeah. <laughs> uh sure uh, uh z all right well, you can uh, follow me on Instagram as well, at Nick S at Nick S C Zach. Very easy to pronounce. Very easy to remember. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Z, every time you like one of my things, I think it's this like rando Russian like spam account <laughs> liking my stuff, and I'm no. like, who is this? And then I click on it, and I'm like, oh, it's Z. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the SCZ. There's like a bunch of consonants just slammed together in the middle. Yeah. So it's like, oh yeah. And I, and I went through a period where I had like a bunch of like weird likes and follows from these like... Russian bots. Yeah, these like Probably. Russian bot accounts. Mm. And I was... and So when I, you started like being more active on Instagram, I was like, oh, it's another one. <laughs> and then I think I showed you G and you were like, that's... Like, go look at that profile. Yeah, that's well, for the record, so, I am I am neither a bot nor am I Russian, so no, I can uh, contest this. It's all good. I, I I like to take my time. Um, <laughs> yeah. And if you follow me on Instagram at Nick uh, you'll see a little bit of poetry. You know, one poem usually goes up uh, every week, and other than that, you know, pictures pictures of food, and every now and then of birds, birds. or rabbits, or oh. generic uh, general stuff he stuff. finds in his jugs. Make sure you clarify uh, Z-A-C-H. Oh, yes. Yeah, Z-A, yeah. Yeah, N-S. <laughs> N-I-C-K. You're going to post. Yeah, I, I post all the um, everybody's handles uh, in the show notes. <laughs> anyway. Somebody's anyway. just hearing it. Yeah. That's at Nick S-C-Z-A-C-H on Instagram and also on Twitter, where I'm not quite as active, but, you know, I'll, I'll post and repost stuff there every now and then. Oh, yeah, and you're Beowulf. Oh, of course. You can also find my Beowulf translation at bloggersbeowulf.com. Woo. Uh, so. Oh, um, well, actually, I'm participating in Inktober this month. Uh, for anyone who isn't familiar That's with... That's right. For anyone who isn't familiar with Inktober, what it is is you draw something and at least get to the ink stage uh, every day. So far, I've been keeping up. I need to do today's, though. Oh, holy crap. Um... And my theme for this month is Monster Girls. So, uh... Good theme. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yesterday's Fair. was a Sphinx. 
there's also like werewolves and cyclops and that kind of fun stuff. It's it's a romp. <laughs> they have been a delight. Please oh, follow you. her and tune in. <laughs> you got to see this happen. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's my um, my Instagram is sofa cushion art, all one word. It would have just been sofa cushion, but somebody took it. <laughs> um. Hmm. Tales all this time. Yeah, pretty much. Hmm. I haven't really posted on my DeviantArt, although I should probably update that. Kind of busy with the Inktober, so maybe later. But like, I have the link on the Instagram if you if you want to see my old oh, ass yeah, art. Link in, bi- <laughs> link in bio. Yay! Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're millennials. It's all Instagram anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, just do it for the gram. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and Evan. Um, I am. Well, I, I am available uh, under the Goat VG on both Twitch and Twitter. Um, not a lot going on right now, but. Uh, end of the month we're going to be getting into some halloween vr if you want to see a grown man squeal like a little girl <laughs> super spooks do. always and usually at some point carolyn and i both spend time trying to scare each other while the other is wearing the headset you know lots oh. of jump scares oh that way it's, it's <laughs> what terrible people do to each other um for fun setting um we're excellent at being terrible oh we're horrible people um mm. Additionally, uh, I am on Instagram uh, under my real life name, uh, Evan Club. But uh, you, you really only go there if you want to see pictures of paintball, paintball guns and <laughs> me drinking in different places. That's pretty much all that's there. <laughs> so. Everyone, everyone's got their brand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> and me, I'm not on anything, so don't worry about it. Find her on my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> the most mysterious of it so mysterious mm. um that it so that it um we will <laughs> talk to you next week when we review rosa but in, in, until then uh, have a good week bye everybody bye bye